Good evening to you all. My name is Viretu Mimosa Lepu, and I am an evangelist and a worshiper of our Lord Jesus Christ, and I am from South Africa. Today I will be speaking about giving as an act of worship, which is the second part of this giving series. And I want to start off by sharing a very powerful story. Um, I was once at a, earlier on this year, I went to an Anglican church and I, we, I experienced the most profound life-changing sermon about giving that totally blew my mind away and I have never walked out the same person ever since that day I have deepened in my understanding of giving as an act of worship of giving because you are in love with God and you hear his voice and for me this one particular man John Wesley definitely understood giving. So I will read you this story and I want you to hopefully tell me how you respond to this story and I will definitely comment back. So today I want to tell you a little bit about John Wesley. So John Wesley is the founder of the Methodist Church. Wesley had just finished buying some pictures for his room when one of the chambermaids came to his door. It was a winter day and he noticed that she had only a thin linen gown to wear for protection against the cold. He reached into his pocket to give her some money for a coat and found he had little left. It struck him that the Lord was not pleased with how he had spent his money. He asked himself, Will thy master say, Well done, good and faithful steward? Thou hast adorned thy walls with the money that might have screened this poor creature from the cold. O oh, justice, O oh, mercy, are not these pictures the blood of this poor maid? Perhaps as a result of this incident, in 1731, Wesley began to limit his expenses so he would have money to give to the poor. He records that one year his income was 30 pounds and his living expenses 28 pounds, so he had 2 pounds to give away. The next year his income doubled, but he still lived on 28 pounds and gave 32 pounds away. In the third year, his income jumped to 90 pounds. Again, he lived on 28 pounds, giving 62 pounds away. The fourth year, he made 120 pounds, lived again on 28 pounds, and gave 92 pounds to the poor. Wesley preached that Christians should not merely tithe but give away all extra income once the family and the creditors were taken care of. He believed that with increasing income, the Christian standard of giving should increase, not his standard of living. 
He began this practice at Oxford and he continued it throughout his life. Even when his income rose into the thousands of pounds, he lived simply and quickly gave his surplus money away. One year his income was slightly over 1,400 pounds. He gave away all save 30 pounds. He was afraid of laying up treasures on earth, so the money went out in charity as quickly as it came in. He reports that he never had as much as a hundred pounds at one time. When he died in 1791, the only money mentioned in his will was the miscellaneous coins to be found in his pockets and dresser drawers. Most of the 30,000 he had earned in his lifetime, he had given away. As Wesley said, I cannot help leaving my books behind me whenever God calls me hence, but in every other respect, my own hands will be my executors. John Wesley's royalties at one time gave him what today would be an annual income of 160,000 US dollars. Yet he lived like someone today might at an income of 20,000. This story has truly inspired me so much. I have never walked out the same because it just showed that if one human being could sacrifice so much of his wealth in obedience to God, it was incredible. He was not happy when he had failed to buy that gown for his chamber's maid, that incident totally changed his life. And I'm sure that thousands of people who have read his story have taken away a lot from the story. And it's taught me to relook into how I should give away money and how I should represent myself in front of the Lord in terms of my giving. So giving is an act and expression of worship. It truly is, well, for me, it's something we perform individually. We can perform it as a group, say as a church, and we're giving towards a common goal, but it is an act of worship and I truly believe that giving is showing respect for our God, honoring Him. Our God does not need anything. He does not need our money. He does not need our advice. He does not need our wisdom. He is self-efficient. So when we practice the spirit of generosity, it pleases our God. Now we shall look at what the Bible says in terms of giving as an act of worship. And then I want us to channel our minds to truly understand that those who follow the Lord should excel in giving. They should understand that it is, it is an expression of love and there are scriptures that are written that God 
loves willing and cheerful givers. Cheerful, cheerful, cheerful givers. And when we give, it should result in praise and thanksgiving to our Lord Jesus Christ. Turn with me now to the book of Matthew 6, verse 21. Matthew 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Over the years, I have truly realized how many congregants and members get so annoyed and irritated when they are made to give. And this is only because they have the wrong spirit in them. And it takes a lot of prayer for one to become cheerful when it's time to give. And it, it takes it takes God to change one's heart and it's simple. Giving is joyful. Giving is a joyful act of worship. It is for God. It is showing love for God. It is not about a human being. We do not give to a human being. When we are giving to the Lord, we are giving directly to the Lord and a human being who in this particular instance let's say a pastor receives the alms let us now look at philippians 4 verse 14 to 18 yet it was good of you to share in my troubles moreover as you philippians know in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid again and again when I was in need. Not that I am looking for a gift, but I am looking for what may be accredited to your account. I have received full payment and even more. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. Please underline the following. Fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, underline, pleasing, underline, to God, underline. Turn with me now to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15 and 16. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. Please underline the following and do not forget to do good. Underline and to share with others, underline, for with such sacrifices, underline, God is pleased. The reason why I believe that we need to be giving more of ourselves sacrificially is because once 
we go through this process of giving, we end up with blessings and we change. And it also glorifies our Lord. Our Lord has a purpose for us when we give. There's a purpose when we give. There's a, a true deepness to why he Giving changes us. When we give, we are being obedient. When we give, we are drawing near to God. If you read up Matthew 6, verse 19, it says, Do not store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroy them and where thieves break in and steal. Verse 20, Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. As God changes us, let us not forget to continue to give as an act of worship. Okay, it truly pleases God for us to be generous in our giving. So now I would like you to please listen to the third part of this series which is going to be talking about the prayers we shall all say so that we may ask the Holy Spirit to begin to help us and to change us in every areas of our lives and in the way we deal with giving in general. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope it has been helpful and I will catch you on the next series tomorrow. Good day.